You want to make your fantasy sports league more than a fantasy? Then you need Trophy Smack. It's the number one store for fantasy and tournament trophies, belts, draft boards, loser awards, and other ridiculous products. Trophy Smack is more than just a trophy company with outstanding customer service and products. It's the very essence and heart of every fantasy league. And if you click now, trophysmack.com gives you free shipping, a free loser poster, and can have the hardware to you in a few days. Bragging rights included. Go to trophysmack.com right now and take your fantasy league to the next level. Welcome to the Dynasty Happy Hour Podcast. Pull up a chair and kick up your feet as you get ready to enjoy some of the industry's most entertaining and actionable Dynasty content on the planet. We're talking veterans, rookies, sleepers, and oh yeah, you know the crew has those dad jokes ready for you. So let's not wait any longer and bring on the host or some combination of Doug, James, and Tyler. Welcome back to the Dynasty Happy Hour. It is a jumbo-sized XXXL episode. There has been so much news since we've last been on the mic that I am so happy to bring you all the news from free agency already. There has been trades on trades on trades like never before. Almost every day we've had a trade, and it's absolutely amazing. We've had players unretire. It's it's a, it's a crazy, crazy week. But before we get into it, two things. One... I want to shout out to our sponsor, Fantasy Points. Make sure, if you're interested at all in the 2022 redraft season, and even some Dynasty stuff, you're getting ready for you know rookies. We got the combine that just happened. The draft is at the end of April, about six weeks away. You can go on Fantasy Points, use code DHH22, and get their draft kit. Early bird special going on right now. 90% of the time, it works every time for making the playoffs with Fantasy Points. There's all sorts of articles under the uh, behind the paywall there's podcasts there's a little bit of everything so if you want to prep and win your league in 2022 go on fantasypoints.com and use code dhh22 now boys james tyler it's been a week how have you guys been you go first buddy oh oh really uh, i have to go first okay Bad i'm Max, doing first. i'm doing okay thank you um like like i said pre-show i threw out my back this morning or this afternoon lifting a box of cardboard boxes and it's the like we just said it's the small little things that aren't so heavy that just take the life out of you man and i've been sore all day but uh it gave me a chance to sit down and really see what was going on in the nfl so i'm excited to talk tonight nice tyler what's new with you yeah um very warm up here i spent a lot of time outside it is it, it was it was very nice. We got outside, played some baseball with my son. We went for a walk, and that was not fun. I mean, we had our kids all over the place. It was the first walk of the spring, and they're all pumped. And yeah, ended up my son slipping into a puddle, full full oh. bore, like all felt like slipped, fell right on his butt in the puddle. I held Ooh. back from laughing, uh, but he he's okay. Don't worry, he's okay. He was just very wet and uh, kind of cold on the way home. But other than that, it was a it was a very good day. Nice. It has not been warm here up in New England. It's been cold. We had a little like winter squall yesterday. I was driving home from New Hampshire, and uh, that was an adventure. But I got home safe, so thank God I'm a good driver. So that's all I want to. Winter say. seems that. like it just doesn't want to go away yet. It ain't quitting. It ain't quitting. And I'm hoping that it quits sooner than later. Hopefully, you know, May will come right around the corner. The pool will be open. And you'll get all the pool picks, Tyler. And you know, we know how we know how that goes. Baby Ruth's floating in the pool. <laughs> Baby Ruth. Pool Doug. Love that party. Pool Doug. Pool Doug's making his triumphant return. All right. So let's get into some of this news because I don't want to spare any time. We've got just a menagerie, a cornucopia of news. Uh, and the newest news that just broke less than a couple hours ago. It's like 90 and, minutes ago. And and if you Christ. listen to you listen to this podcast, you heard me say, hey. If you've got a late rookie pick and you want to float it out there and acquire Tom Brady, I recommend it because what I'm hearing is that he's not done. And if you did that and listened to me and made a trade, then congratulations because you just got Tom Brady on the cheap because he is back in Tampa Bay for the 2023 season. You know, apparently Tampa was probably like, this quarterback market stinks. We don't have a good replacement. 
And supposedly Brady and Arians weren't getting along well. Well, it looks like everything's fine now. Oh, yeah. Comfy, uh, talking, cozy. So, I mean, obviously this helps Mike Evans' dynasty value. You know, he's a veteran. He's 28 years old, but still a win-now piece. Absolutely. Uh, it looks like we may see Leonard Fournette come back into the fold. Playoff Lenny, he signed on a cheap deal last year. Why would he want to leave? I mean, he's going to be the guy. Ronald Jones probably won't come back, but maybe Keyshawn Vaughn steps up as the second guy. Uh, and then, you know, importantly, Tampa Bay used the franchise tag for the second straight year on Chris Godwin, who's obviously coming off an ACL injury. ACL injuries aren't what they used to be. I think he'll come back and be the Chris Godwin that we all know and love, who was having a great season last year. Uh, so Tom Brady's got all the weapons. And he might even get Gronk back because we both know that Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski are a bit of a package deal. OJ Howard is out the door as a free agent. There's no reason to bring his busted ass back. They have Cameron Brait, who I believe restructured. So there's you sound no like reason. a Tampa Bay fan. There's no reason why <laughs> Gronk won't be back this year. So yeah, wheels back up from Tampa Bay. We went from like, ooh, I don't know about Tampa to being like, okay, life is good. Although they do have a lot of other free agents on the team. A lot of offensive linemen. They've got some defensive players. Their number one corners are free agents. So they still have a lot of work to do uh, as far as re-signing some of those guys. But on the offensive side of the ball, this this is the best news for, for any Tampa Bay Buccaneer that you might own. Right, James? Uh, 100%. Especially Godwin. Uh, I was trying to acquire him. And I was going to say, like, tonight was, like, a perfect time to say, go and get Godwin. He just got tagged. They don't know who the quarterback is yet. And then, boom, we get the Tom Brady news. And it, and it just it killed my take, obviously. Um, sure. But, yeah, I guess they're back for another round. Tom Brady wants to go back at it. And I don't blame him. I mean, what is he now? 85? He'll be uh, 45 in August, I believe. Yeah, 85. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I want to see the I want to see the the Twitter gifts of of him with the Gandalf beard. And the staff, but you know what? Five thousand passing yards. Thou and he shall led, not pass and my record. The, and he left the and he led the NFL in touchdown passes last year, right? So like, the dude is just going to keep doing it, no matter how old he gets. It seems. I can't believe it. I, I really can't. And you know what? It it'll follow suit. Everybody will want to come back to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers or the Tampa bay gronkineers or whatever the hell they called Your themselves last year. i love it uh i i think it's i think it's good for the franchise uh i hope leonard fournette goes back i'm not i i hope ronald jones doesn't uh and and lenny uh keeps going you know lombardi lenny it seems to be that he's a decent running back and 26 27 years old i, I kind of want to see him you know land somewhere good with a good amount of money and stay for two or three years and be done you know yeah, and I think it's interesting, too, because Godwin, this is the second year that he's on the franchise tag. So after this year, if Brady only plays this year coming up in 2022, um, Godwin is a free agent, free agent, uh, unless they plan, unless they resign him to a long-term deal, which is still possible. Um, you know, I, I think the overarching thing of this free agency is, like, we saw all these names, and now it looks like it's not going to be quite as exciting as we wanted it to be because, uh, you know, we're going to go over some of the franchise tag players as well as some trades and things like that. <laughs> Um, I was super excited for free agency. I still am, but now oh, I'm, sure. there's there's names that are coming off the board where I'm like, dang it! I wish he was wish he would have changed teams. Um, I think this weekend was the busiest it's been since you know the Super Bowl week that we oh, talked really about football. Like absolutely for sure. And we've got, got the combine so much that rolled right through. into it. Yeah, oh yeah. So Tyler, we were just talking about Tampa Bay. Um, you know, obviously wheels up for all of your Tampa Bay Buccaneers and your dynasty teams now that Tom Brady's back. Any other commentary before we move on? Uh, no, uh, you guys probably nailed it. Just, it, it's a good thing. I mean, the quarterbacks are looking thinner and thinner and, uh, Tampa Bay probably is like, whew, whew, yeah. just <laughs> wiping the sweat off their forehead because it was not looking good. And then at it, once again, more quarterback things happen. Yeah. And I think that, you know, they might be a team that takes a quarterback with their first round pick, uh, at the end of the first, I think they still have their own pick like a Ritter maybe. Uh, might be a guy for them, which would be interesting. Uh, I don't know if Trask is the guy. So that'll be interesting to see what they do as far as quarterbacks. Uh, and it, not this year. <laughs> no, and it has been a super heavy quarterback week. That is for sure. Quarterback has been the theme of the week. Um, but right after Tom Brady came back to Tampa Bay, Kirk Cousins signed a deal with Minnesota. So Minnesota is out of the quarterback market. Kirk Cousins is going to be there. He signed an extension, so he'll be there at least for this year, and it looks like next year, right, Tyler, through twenty twenty three. Um, I'm I'm not I'm not sure. I, I think 
I think it's a one-year deal. It's a uh, one-year deal, thirty-six million extension. Yep. Extension. Yeah. So I think he was. I think he'll be there yeah. for twenty twenty-three. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm not sure if they if they made more cap room for this they, year. They did it clear cap like, room yeah, because it of it. Like, yes. It may be a signing bonus, which every yeah. team seems to be doing. The cap just, is so malleable; it's not even funny. Just pushing pushing things off until further years, mm-hmm. like they always do. But yeah, it's. It's a it's a very good thing for Justin Jefferson. It it's 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 awesome. I mean, it kind of solidifies the quarterback position here, and it kind of solidifies the Vikings. It shows that they want to be contenders. They feel like they can be contenders. The issue is they're not. Like that's that's a, that's a story. Mm-hmm. They are pretenders in a way. They they have a good offense. The defense is going to lose pieces. Daniel Hunter is probably going to get moved, yep. and it's. I mean it. Harrison Smith is getting older. Now the dream scenario would be Kyle Hamilton of Notre Dame to drop to them and then have these two Notre Dame safeties of the past play. I mean, that's what I would dream of. Some wicked have. golden domas. I mean that <laughs> there's. Oh there's yeah. Past the hot dish. Yeah. There's a joke there that uh, two Notre Dame safeties. Yeah. That that's a, uh, it's a backfield. I'm all about that's uh, mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm all for that. Yeah. So Kirk Cousins, obviously a piece that's not going to get moved. You know, he was r- rumored to maybe be traded. Um, you know, Minnesota was rumored to be in on a, a possible quarterback that's that might be available here, who we're going to talk about as well. So Kirk Cousins is staying put. Uh, so no change in that offense really whatsoever. So other quarterback moves, let's get into Aaron Rodgers. So he uh, it's not an official deal as of yet, but it's rumored to be a four year, $200 million deal. For Aaron Rodgers. So they're going to pay all that money just to get to the NFC championship for the next four years, um, <laughs> which is crazy. Uh, but obviously this means that J- they're probably going to move on from Jordan Love. They drafted Jordan Love as kind of like when they drafted Rodgers when they had Favre, right? They wanted Love to possibly be the next guy if Rodgers either fell off the map or left. Rodgers won the MVP this year. Whatever. Should have been Brady. Um, but he's going to be there in the long term. And they put the franchise tag on Devontae Adams. So that pair is going to stay put. Now, it's going to be interesting to see what they do from a pass catcher standpoint because it looks like Marquez Valdez-Scantling is going to. And they obviously have Aaron Jones under a long-term deal and A.J. Dillon. So the offense isn't going to change a ton. So obviously keep your eyes on the draft to see what Green Bay does at wide receiver. You know, they do have Amari Rodgers that they drafted last year as hopefully Randall Cobb is done and Rodgers gets more snaps. Um, But Rodgers was also another big piece, and that kind of set the dominoes to fall at the QB market. Once Rodgers went back to Green Bay – we saw the big trade happen. But before we move on to that, uh, James, what are your thoughts on Rodgers and Adams back in Green Bay? Probably feeling pretty good if you had them in your dynasty team. And I don't have them in my dynasty team. Uh, I was trying to get rid of both of them and successfully has have done that. And now it looks like they're going to scrimp and save and uh, probably sign Adams next year after his tenure. Uh and Rodgers is back for, I want to say, at least two years. I don't know if he's going to go for the whole four. I know it was $200 million for four years. And like he came out and said, it's not a uh, it's not an inked deal yet. Uh, so I, I think it may be shorter than we think, maybe two years. I, I, I And then he walks off into the sunset. I, I think he wants a championship, but uh, he doesn't get it. Really. I agree. Tyler, any thoughts on your neighboring Green Bay Packers? Yeah, uh, they found a way to get out of cap hell. The cap is a myth. They restructured everybody. (laughs) They restructured. They got Devontae Adams. The dead cap. That's the myth. Cap is real. It's it's a good thing for all parties. Uh, Rogers. I don't. I. I I mean, how many years is it really? It's not four, but the question is still out there. What is it? How many years is it? Rogers says it's not four, but he is getting paid like the highest highest paid quarterback. So that's that's for sure. But is it one? Is it two? Is it three? Uh, or is he just looking for attention? Which it maybe it is for, and he's like, no, it's not always really for. He's yeah, always looking for attention. So it's it's kind of uh, where is he for years? Because if that's the point, if that's the case, the effect it has on Jordan Lund, Lund, <laughs> Jordan Love is is huge. Because if that's the case, I think Love is going to go to Indy. Indy okay. is a hot, hot, hot team that is on the look for a quarterback. 
Uh, they really liked him is all I'm hearing on, on tons of podcasts, like draft the E not who is it? Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky mm-hmm. Brooks. All they're talking about is how Jordan love was their guy during that draft. They got leapfrogged by green Bay and now there's a chance they can go get him. So if you can actually get Jordan love on the cheap and super flex, there's a chance he could have a major value gang. I'm not saying he's going to be good, but his value will go up. And it goes from a backup to a starter. Your value automatically. Yeah. It goes from like a third to a second. If he's turns into the starter. Yeah. Yeah. So Aaron Rodgers signing with green Bay, that was the dominoes started to fall. So as soon as that happened, we saw the first massive trade of the off season Uh, shocked. Some people, you know, we heard Russell Wilson clamoring last year that he might want out of Seattle. And Denver came a calling, and they're like, you know what? We'll give you two firsts. We'll give you two seconds and a fifth. As uh, and you know, you can give us Drew Locke back. We'll take him. Maybe he'll start for us. Noah yeah. Fant and Shelby Harris, who's a very talented defensive tackle. Yeah. Um. And then you know, Seattle got Russell in a pick back. So this has a lot of fantasy ramifications, right? Like for Denver, you're looking at like, oh, this is great for Cortland Sutton, who plays kind of like that DK, that outside alpha role. It's great for Jerry Judy, not that he's fast like Tyler Lockett, but you know we know he's all he's a great route runner. So Judy gets a bump. Noah Fant's out of the picture. So Albert Okuebunam becomes yeah. a becomes Big a valuable o. piece. Becomes a valuable o. piece of that offense. And you know, it's still interesting to see if they're gonna re-sign Melvin Gordon. Um, but we all know Javante wheels up on him. Now, on the other side of that with Seattle. You know, they're, they, we don't know what they're going to do at quarterback. You know, there's whispers of another quarterback we're going to talk about here, possibly filling that spot. Uh, Noah Fant, you assume Gerald Everett's out of the picture as a free agent. Noah Fant, um, you know, I don't think this changes Noah Fant at all. He went from a team that didn't have great quarterback play to a team that doesn't have great quarterback play. So, obviously, the ceiling of Noah Fant might, might not ever be realized at this point unless they make a huge upgrade to quarterback and, you know, they get a guy that we'll talk about here in a few minutes. Uh, so I think it's interesting because you now we have DK becomes a buy low. I think, you know, it, yeah. for me, it's trust the talent with DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. He's a good for a win now team, but he's an older piece um, that in my opinion might have a good year or two could get traded, could I mean. get traded as well. Uh, so Tyler, there's a lot of pieces to unpack here, but what was your first thought when you saw Russell Wilson get traded to the Denvos? Um, Chef knows exactly where I'm going. Uh, my Jerry Judy shares now go from a wide receiver four, kind of a bye week fill-in to hey we've got a wide receiver three two i mean doug on our on our championship team for trade addict seven where we have very top heavy receivers and then it's like okay bye weeks we could not anymore hello judy is number four hello we got judy now and that is awesome i mean judy uh, I was listening to, I want to say, I forgot what podcast it was, and I would like to give him credit when I figure it out, but they were talking about, oh, it was Dynasty Trade Calculator. They're talking, they got a couple new hosts, and um, one of them was talking about Judy's value and how he wouldn't pay because he doesn't believe in him. He's kind of around chef. He's like James. He's like, he's like oh, early second, it, that's all I'd pay for him. And it's like, Izzy explained it well. He's like, well, you're looking at 104 value because Judy's probably worth as much as the wide receiver one in this class. And it all depends on how you believe. If you're paying 104, you're paying kind of top price. Yeah. If you're paying 108, which I think is reasonable, you still allow yourself to have value come back to you. And even Izzy said it, if, if Judy turns out to be a wide receiver three, he's still going to have value because of the name. And that's the thing. The reason why Jerry Judy is so nice to have on a team right now, I don't think you can touch him just for the mm-hmm. fact that his value is through the roof. And you know what? This is it. If this he does moment. not, if he this does not moment. pan out this year, if he drops a, like a wide receiver four, it's not happening. I mean, if you have Russell Wilson as your quarterback and you can't get it done, that's it because Russell Wilson is a very good elite quarterback. So, yeah, wheels up for Judy Sutton, still undervalued. Tim Patrick, yep. uh, Hamler. Hamler, and Tim Patrick, and Albert O are the mystery pieces to me. Wild cards. If Hamler comes back healthy, Russ is going to love him because you know what? Russ loves throwing the deep ball. And if you let him cook, Hamler could have sneaky, sneaky value. 
Doug, you know I love Hamler, and if this happens, I traded him to you. In UDPL, I know. Yeah. If this happens, I'm gonna be super pumped. I have him in a bunch of leagues, so yeah, uh, that's what I'm gonna say on that side. Seattle, I wouldn't worry about it. They'll figure it out. They got tons of picks. I love Malik Willis. If he ends up in Seattle, he's a, a very poor man's Russ Wilson right now. And you know who else is Sam Howell, who I think would be a good fit for Seattle as well. He plays like Russ Wilson. He has a deep ball exactly like him. Loves to just air that baby out, and it drops into a bucket. That's what I love about Howell. There's lots of options. Drew Locke ain't it. So if you're expecting Drew Locke as your quarterback, no, like don't don't put that with DK's name. So for me, I think they're fine. DK is a huge value right now. Lockett will probably get traded, and Fant is still a huge value. Yeah, I. I just think like fans going to be exactly where he's at. Cause he's got drew luck as his quarterback. James, what are your thoughts on the Seattle Denver trade? I think I'll pick up where Tyler left off on Noah Fant. I mean, he comes in replacing Gerald Everett, who was on a one year deal and is no longer going to be with the team or a free agent anyway. And I, I think he picks up right where he left off. Not too active. Will Disley, I believe will not be with a contract this year as well. So he walks into a starting role uh, so he is fantasy relevant, and right now it's it's by by low on Seattle uh, receiving players like Fant. We mentioned DK severe by low right now. I think this is about probably the lowest you will be able to get him unless you know people in your league thinking the way Tyler is thinking with Malik Willis, which I I agree with, and he will be. I mean, I know we haven't talked about it yet, but they're going to be in the running for the for the super sweet stakes on uh, a certain player that we'll get to in a minute on the other side of the ball denver uh, listen tyler you know my feelings about jerry judy but if i have him on my team right now and i have the worries of this is his last chance like you mentioned with russ if he doesn't produce with russ this is it this is a perfect window to get rid of him at a high point like is he going to surpass that wide receiver to ceiling no he's definitely not there's too many other talented wide receivers in the league. So I, I believe that you're getting value if you get rid of Judy now. And just make sure, you're like like you said, end of the first round, if you can get an end of the first and then turn that into something else or pick up another well, like win now vet because of Jerry Judy, go ahead and do it. I don't... Do you think you could, here's a fun one. Do you think you could take Jerry Judy, flip him for an end of the first, and then use that end of the first and go out and acquire DK Metcalf? Possibly. Maybe with a little piece here or there. Maybe with a little sprinkle like on a top. Little, like sprinkle like a second on there? Like a I mean, DK is still going to be second. After this news, DLF ADP, I don't see DK dropping out of the top eight wide receivers and startups. But if we're, if we're talking in general, I mean, we, we, had, we all play in kind of industry leagues and and they're a little, you know, sharks in the water type. But if you are in a home league and you are have the ability to take news and use it to your power, yeah. I think you could do Judy straight up for DK. Wow. It'd be worth trying for sure. I mean, it's worth I, an, an offer anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think if if you offered that and they're sitting there like, uh, it's okay. If they say it's okay, you're throwing a third, like an early third in there and being like, this is what I can do. I'm not quite sure about DK with that offense and just yeah. use car salesman. <laughs> but we also know how people get rookie fever with picks too. So 100%. Yeah. So that could also, also factor in. So this move was the second domino that fell. It was Aaron Rodgers, and then it was Russell Wilson to Denver. And then we saw another trade the next day. I'm loving and, the timeline, by the way. And, and it, thank you. It was Carson Wentz to the Washington Commanders, who looked around the league and said, "What do we do?" Because they had Taylor. <laughs> they had Taylor Henke, who was a serviceable starter. He was fantasy relevant. Ryan Fitzpatrick, hip injury. Obviously, he's older Free agent. as well. I heard um, some news on him today as well. Yeah, so I mean, they have you know Washington has some draft picks, but uh, they I, I think they kind of maybe a little panicked here. So they they called up the Indianapolis Colts and said, "Hey, we're interested in Carson Wentz," and you know pretty much what they traded him for. They got a second round pick in two thirds. Uh, actually, Washington got a second round pick back. The two thirds that they sent to Indianapolis, one of them can be a second round pick with a seventy percent snap share, kind of like the original Philadelphia to Indianapolis deal. 
But it says a lot when Indianapolis is willing to cut bait after one year. We all thought Frank Reich and Carson Wentz, we all connected those dots. They gave up first round pick and a little and took on the salary, the dead cap hit, and it didn't work. And they were willing to move on after one year. So that spoke a lot. And I didn't think Carson Wentz was that bad last year, by the way. I thought he was okay. Um, but Washington, they make the splashy move to get Carson Wentz. Obviously, I think this upgrades some of their receiving options. Now, the rumor is that the Indianapolis Colts, you know, uh, Tyler talked about um, who they like. They like Jordan Love. There's been some chatter about they might try to acquire Marcus Mariota. Um, that would be interesting. More of a game manager. He's got some wheels. Obviously, a letdown is the number two pick in the draft. Uh, so interesting there. But, James, uh, what does this do for the Washington Commanders offense with Carson Wentz in the fold? I think it's an upgrade as much as people talk about Carson Wentz not being a good quarterback. And we know he's not good for fantasy purposes, uh, especially when he's on the Indianapolis Colts. It's a run first team. Um, I think he started to have some, some chemistry with Michael Pittman and we saw the, the boost in Michael Pittman's game, mm-hmm. gave him some oomph. I think it'll do the same to Terry McLaurin. Uh I think it's poor it's guys had to... like eight quarterbacks in his career. Yeah, right? I mean, and he may have like he's another like one early, before he's like the DeAndre end of the Hopkins. year. DeAndre, but... remember when DeAndre was going through quarterbacks like right. Matt water? Schaub? Yeah, I mean Osweiler, Osweiler. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, Oof. But no, it's it's definitely an upgrade for the offensive piece, especially in the fantasy department. Uh, Terry McLaurin, Logan Thomas, Gibson, everybody's receptions will go up. Like, if you look at it, how many targets did the running backs in Indy have last year? They had 108 targets, 370 yards, three touchdowns. That's Hines and Taylor. Great running backs, but a run-first team. They still had receptions. It's the same game plan in Washington. Uh, 105 targets, 691 yards, five touchdowns with Gibson and McKissick. Whether or not McKissick is still there because he's a free agent Mm -hmm. is left to be seen. But either way... I think it's wheels up for the fantasy pieces on the commanders. It's the first time I'm saying it uh, for the 2022 season. And and you know what? I think Wentz stays where he is as a, as a quarterback too, and definitely a super flex play. So if anybody wants to get rid of him, sure. I don't care. I'll ride him out until he falls apart, but make sure you have Taylor Heineke on your roster because we've seen Wentz get hurt repetitively season after season. The guy sprained both ankles last season so Taylor Heineke is still a valuable piece that I would like to try to hold on to. So Tyler, how do you feel after you got traded to Washington? Uh, I get to go sightseeing, which is great. I've always the museums wanted. are free. It's not going to cost you a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, when I was an Eagle, I didn't really go there because I was so focused on working with my teammates and keeping that locker room tight. Oh wait, nope, that's false. But um, I am out. I'm out. I've 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 seen this book. I've I've watched this movie. I am not going to join this again. It's fine. He, he's a fine quarterback, but he's a perfect bridge quarterback, in my opinion. Washington, I wouldn't be shocked if they're still in play. But like our good friend Memphis said on his podcast uh, this week, he even said all these moves that the quarterback or the teams are making are kind of showing us teams might not like this class as much as we all do. It's part of it. Good it's point. very telling. And a lot of these teams, we thought, hey, Malik Willis, Malik Willis here. What about uh, Kenny Pickett? Well, it to me, I would not be shocked if we only see two quarterbacks go in the first round. I think the Vegas odds right now are three and a half. If Ooh, that got to two I'll and a half, under. that I'll got to two under. and a half, I think, which it probably will, because in my opinion, it's Willis. It's Coral, Coral. And it's and it's Pickett with maybe Ritter sneaking in. I think Ritter gets in, Pickett gets boost bumped to the second round, personally. Yeah, but that's that's a conversation for another day. That is, true. yeah. I mean, in my opinion, I the, I feel like these quarterbacks like Ritter, Howell, and all, and maybe even Pickett are going to be like running backs we usually see early first rounders that with teams that don't really have a quarterback like Detroit. How we're going to Detroit early second. That's fine with me, but it kind of shows like, hey, these guys are sitting here. What you thought they could be is not what is going to happen. So yeah, for me, it it's kind of showing me that I might want to pivot a little bit.
but the draft will tell us and we'll see where the draft lands. Absolutely. So the last quarterback news we have for the week was big news. A big domino is set to fall and find a new team. So it was Deshaun Watson on Friday. Um, you know, he went to grand jury. There was no criminal charges that are going to be pressed in his uh, matter of sexual harassment and all the things that he's um, been accused of. So it looks like the wheels are up for Deshaun Watson to move teams, knowing that he's probably, he may short uh, serve a short suspension. It looks like that he won't serve, he won't have any charges against him. So there'll be no jail time. So this is open up, opening up the trade gates. And we see teams like Seattle is a big one. Um, they have the picks that they just got in the Russell Wilson deal. The Saints, they have the picks, but they are really hurting against the cap, but they're starting to restructure people. They just re- uh, restructured Alvin Kamara, which we'll talk a little bit more about here. Uh, the Panthers, which I would love to see it. They also have picks. Um, and you know, to see Deshaun Watson get paired up with a McCaffrey and a DJ Moore would be very exciting. But see, that's the interesting that's part because I part, hear yeah. CMC might be on the move and that's the stuff that like, People are like, oh, well, you're going to go to Carolina and you guys are going to be great. But if they trade CMC, it's With, not going to be yeah. as great. He C- CMC in two first for Deshaun. Ugh. That That is a move that could happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, quarterbacks, we know what the quarterback market looks like. Look what they just gave up for a 34-year-old Russell Wilson. I think Deshaun Watson is 26. Darnold somewhere along the lines, too. Yeah. Deshaun Watson is, what, 26 years old? And Davis yeah. Mills on my teams would love Sam Darnold to be on that yes. on that team. That will love cement Mill, Mills as the starter for the 2022 season. I, I think yeah. so as well. And then, hey, if if Darnold progresses, that's fine. If not, yeah. they they don't worry about it. It's not their it's not their problem. They got a quarterback. Yeah, rumors have been with Cleveland. Uh, potentially, see something happen with Baker. They might be on the move to Houston, so that would be interesting. The Steelers, though, have come out and said that they're out, which probably means. Um, but that's another team that. You know, from a salary cap perspective, they would have to do some restructures. Uh, I believe with Big Ben's retirement, there's still some dead money uh, on their cap as well. Uh, that would be a great spot for Deshaun Watson as well. He's used to playing in front of an offensive line that stinks. Um, but obviously, with all the talent there with Claypool, Harris, Fryermuth, and Deontay Johnson, that would be a great fantasy move for Deshaun Watson to land there. So this is going to be the next big domino to fall. Uh, it looks like I wouldn't be surprised if it happens in the next week um, that yep. we see oh, this Deshaun Watson. Yeah, we he's... see Deshaun Watson land on a team because the trade should happen before free agency opens up because you'd think a team would be like, we want to get Deshaun Watson in place and then figure out the rest of the squad around him and see what we have from a salary cap perspective. The issue is, is Watson gets to choose. So sure. from what I, from what I've seen is Watson's going to meet with, I want to say the Carolina, Panthers, New Orleans. Saints and Carolina. Yeah. He's going to meet with them. And then if things go well, he's going to choose. And then that team gets to give everything to Houston. <laughs> yeah. So it's going to be, it's going to be really interesting to see what pieces, you know, if it's picks, if it's picks and players, if CMC gets moved to Houston, whatever, um, that'll be a I huge fantasy next, fallout as well. So yeah. in the next three days, we're going to hear a lot. This tan- this two day tampering period. And then the 17th, it's going to be off the rails. People are going to be yep. picking up free agents it's, it's going to be wild. You're going to see quarterbacks get moved. Watson will probably get moved. And and the whole the whole league just resets, and it's great. And that's mm-hmm. the part of I, like, I love about Dynasty because you could be thinking you're out on a player. I had my doubts about Russell Wilson. They pull Wilson, you right back in. And they pull you right <laughs> back in. Like a tractor beam sucked yeah. you right in. Like Al Pacino. So let's move on to some wide receiver talk. So normally this story would have been – a massive story that would have had more than a day or two to resonate throughout the league. We found um, you. But because the league is such a, uh, you know, a, a rolling ball of butcher knives when it comes to news, Calvin Ridley suspended for the 2022 season for betting $1,500, but it's actually more than that if you dig into it, uh, on Atlanta in a parlay. So he's been suspended, at, and it said at least the 2022 season. So by the time that Calvin Ridley comes back onto the field, he's going to be 28 years old and he wouldn't have played for about two years. I saw some fantasy trades go down with Calvin Ridley for second round pick seemed pretty normal, uh, uh, a mid to late. I even saw some third round picks, early thirds for Calvin Ridley. Obviously, Tyler, this impacts your favorite team, the Atlanta Falcons. So now it looks like they might be wide receiver shopping here or they just restructured Matt Ryan. They might be shopping for a wide receiver. They might be in the draft for a wide receiver in the top 10. Uh, how, how much did your heart hurt after hearing this, Tyler? A lot. 
I mean, I I thought he's he's going to get traded. That was my first opinion. A lot of people did. The Pats were supposedly kicking tires on him, but Atlanta was really up front. Yeah, and said, there's some news coming, and they could have been danks and been like, "Oh yeah, we'll trade him for you." Hundred percent. They yeah. could they could have easily they could have easily done that. I like uh, a team with good ethics. That's that's so true. Um, but the it it, it sucks. Uh, really, I don't think we'll ever be a Falcon, in my opinion, unless he has a change of heart and the Falcons are like, hey, you know, you can come back here. We'll we'll keep you for another year at eleven million dollars because that's off the books because his his contract keeps going. It doesn't count for this season. It's for me, it it kind of kind of shows me that after the restructuring of Matt Ryan. And how I'm not, I'm not, I still, I even asked on Twitter, does that push his contract further along? A lot of times it may push it to another year in order to gain cap space in the current year is usually how that works. Kind of like the Kirk Cousins, like, yeah, here's some cash in hand and we'll figure out guaranteed money. Yeah. Yeah. We'll kick it down the road another year and figure it out then. But in the meantime, let's open up some cap room so we can think with it. And I think Atlanta is going to take a shot in the draft. Like you see the, the franchise itself making moves. Kyle Pitts in the draft last year. I believe they go out and, and hit for another wide receiver Get a in the Wilson, draft possibly. in the first round. They have the Garrett, eighth yeah. pick over the wall. And then they don't have a – I mean, they have a late second in the 2022. They could take a shot on, like, the aforementioned Ritter or uh, a Sam Howell or someone like that in the second round of the NFL draft. And if they fall that far, okay, then they're starting to rebuild – and they're not worried about it. Uh, I think maybe they they gave Matt Ryan a little extra money to go after another wide receiver in free agency. Who knows? Like yeah, Juju Smith Schuster's just sitting out there. Yeah. And Matt Ryan, with that deal, it looks like he's not going to be on the move either. That pretty much guarantees right. that yeah. he's not going anywhere. So there's another piece that's not going to end up in Pittsburgh or one of these other QB needs. Which teams. sucks for all of us that, you know, are linked to Matt Ryan. I, uh, kind of way. So Atlanta does have two second round picks. Uh-huh. They have the 43rd and 58. They could they could definitely hit their running back need, become a running team like, hey, Arthur Smith is known for. Mm-hmm. They could become this power team, uh, solidify the offensive line with the eighth overall. They could go that route with one of the second round picks, take running back wide receiver at the other one. Hey, there you go. You're building that offense. Another route they could do is uh, I, I don't think there's really anything in the free agency. That's what worries me because a lot of these free agent receivers are are gone. Allen Robinson could be a fit that could be actually a halfway decent fit. If they're like, Hey, let's, let's try to push for the playoffs. And now Tom Brady kind of ruins that. So Atlanta's yeah, cause that, of, that NFC South, everybody wants to go with Tom Brady. I mean, yeah. the thing is, is Carolina and the saints are in the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes. So it's like at this, this division could have went, Hey, Atlanta's looking pretty good to, Hey, Atlanta third. Yikes. Place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, and, and that's the that's the issue with Atlantics. Their defense isn't great. It I just think that they're stuck in a contender shell when they like should a five hundred team at best. Yeah, but they should be actually rebuilding. If Trey Lance would have fell to him at four, there was all this talk that they would have went him instead of Pitts. If that was the case, this team could be going a whole different route, and we could be talking about him different, but. With True. Matt Ryan now staying, it could be anything. It's going to be interesting. So I also hear Cordero Patterson uh, talking a, a deal, and that happened about a couple hours ago. So they re-sign him. He's going to be valuable again for a one-year rental. It's sure. pretty good. All right, let's get into other wide receiver news. We had another big trade in the NFL. We heard earlier in the week that Amari Cooper is either going to be cut or possibly traded, and the Cowboys found a taker for Amari Cooper, who's – Still 27, going to be 28 years old. Uh, had a down season last year, all things considered for him. So he, Amari Cooper gets shipped to Cleveland, who was in a spot that could use an alpha type of receiver on the outside. You know, we all love Donovan Peoples-Jones and the flashes we've seen from him, but he's not, you know, an alpha type where Amari Cooper, I think, definitely could fit that bill. You know, they bring him in to help him out with uh, Baker because I think I don't think Baker's going anywhere. They've doubled down on him. They picked up his fifth-year option. He was hurt all year last year. Um, the fallout from this one is Jarvis Landry was allowed to seek a trade, which is interesting because they don't play the same real position. I mean, they only play, both play wide receiver, but Landry's more of a slot guy. So that's real interesting. But all they had to give up was a 2022 sixth, 
Um, and they uh, they gave up a 2022 fifth and sixth and got Cooper in a 2022 sixth back, obviously because Cleveland is taking on the bulk of that big salary from Amari Cooper. And then what the Cowboys did, and we heard this earlier in Amazing. the week as well. Finally is that Michael Gallup, they were interested in re-signing Michael Gallup. So now it looks like, you know, CeeDee Lamb is the undisputed number one on the Cowboys offense. We've got Cedric Wilson, who's a free agent who they really like, who flashed at times. And then they re-signed Michael Gallup to a five-year, $62 million deal. So Michael Gallup got paid. He's coming off the ACL injury. He'll probably be fine by the beginning of the season. And also, the Cowboys waived Blake Jarwin with an injury designation. And then... Dalton Schultz signed the franchise tag. So we saw all these tight ends with David Njoku, Dalton Schultz, and Mike Kosicki all get franchise tagged. So Schultz comes back into the fold, and he's gonna, I think Schultz will probably be the number two target in that offense once again in 2022. James, you know, they're a division rival for your Giants. How do you see this positioning for the Dallas Cowboys? I mean, I love it as a Gallup truther from day one. I'm so glad that he's actually getting his shot. Um, I never expected it to happen, but something told me, hold on to Gallup, even at his worst this past season when he was injured. He showed something this year that he actually wanted to be a go-and-get-it wide receiver. Uh, he had a lot of grit in some of the touchdowns that he had, catches at the end of the – yeah, I mean, he was he was playing with, with cojones, you know? Like, that, that's what they were doing. As soon as Ben DiNucci left, he got the cojones. Yeah, know? Ben DiNucci. Yeah. Uh, but uh, for Cooper, I, I mean, it's it's in, it's going to be interesting. Like, all the, like this is the last chance for Baker. If Baker can't make it happen with Amari Cooper, which there is some doubt to it. Um, he and, could make and it I happen with Beckham. It, yeah, and if, they, and if they keep, if they don't keep Landry, that hurts Cooper a little bit because he needs a receiver to take some attention off of him. Like he'll beat him one on one, but if he gets double team, Cooper's not going to be good, and that scares me a little bit for Cleveland and their offense and Baker. But I'm I'm in love with the with the Dolphins op. I mean the Dolphins, the Cowboys offense. I have been since last year when Dak came back off an of injury, and I think it continues in in 2022 in the receiving game. I think we see finally see C.D. Lamb start hitting his ceiling for fantasy and it's going to be great to watch. Yeah. I was reading Matthew Barry's observations from the combine and he, he notably uh, mentioned Ezekiel Elliott's in Ezekiel Elliott's injury was a lot worse than um, people let on. So yes. uh, interesting if they get hundred percent healthy Zeke, obviously Pollard is, you know, everyone's favorite backup running back in the league more or less. Um, but a, a healthy Zeke too. I think he's, uh, you know, just talking about him real quick. I think that he's a buy just based on where his ADP is going right now. If you're a win now team, but Tyler, what do you think about these Cowboys moves and Amari Cooper to the Browns? Uh, first, let's start with the Browns. I don't think they're out on a wide receiver in the first round. I don't round. think so either. I would not be shocked if they actually move up to take Agreed. to take uh, Wilson. Keep him in state. Yeah, they they love him. That's all the reports I'm hearing from all my Ohio fans. <laughs> so Garrett Wilson just seems like he could be a lock there if Atlanta doesn't take him at eight. Hey, Atlanta could be a trade partner with him. Atlanta would probably love to trade back and get more picks and, and build this. But yeah, for me, I, I think Cleveland's going to be fine. For me personally, I love Cooper. I think this drops his value. I, I love the spot. But whatever rookie wide receiver does go there, I actually like it more because like James said, Cooper could get some more attention. They could bring a safety over and that rookie wide receiver isn't going to have to take all of it. So if they do get a trail on Burks, Hey, Burks doesn't need to be the one that's Cooper's job. He gets to yep. learn from one of the best route runners in the league. We all saw in hard knocks, how much he worked with CD lamb and how much of a team player he is. Hey, trail Burks biggest need is rounding out the routes and learning more of the route tree. What, what a better person to work with than, than Amari Cooper. That That's kind of a dream for any receiver. So for me, I love the rookie receiver going to Cleveland. I love it for Baker. I still believe Baker's a good quarterback, and it was just health. I, I do I too. Mean, for fantasy, he may not be a quarterback one like we all thought, but a quarterback two for fantasy Rock solid great. QB two. Yes, yeah. yeah, 100%. He's the Kirk Cousins of this generation. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. Uh, and, and for Dallas, C.D. Lamb was pretty much lit on fire this offseason, saying he's not good. People were uh, all hot takey on, on Twitter about I Amari don't understand Cooper, it. Like, about a thousand yards in his second year, he and he's trash all of a sudden. Man. You're like, what? Yeah, Everybody's so it, antsy. 
they're all they're all freaking so out. Bad. And you know, it's all because Justin Jefferson and, and, and Jamar Chase, and, and they're Jamar like, why Chase. can't he do it? Yeah, how come CD Lamb? He's my wide receiver one in this class. You know what? You still got a good receiver. You just didn't take the right one. That's fine. It happens to everybody. You don't need to sit there and mope at your share of, of CD Lamb. Uh, he's he's going to be great. He him and Dak are going to grow more of a connection. He's still super young. Dak and him are going to be in this offense a lot. But hey, Dalton Schultz is a great piece. And, and it's just because he's Dak's safety blanket. Whenever Dak gets rushed, Dak's going to look right at Dalton Schultz. Because you know what? It's a it's a button hook. Did you and... hear the rumor of uh, I guess there was some audio picked up about when their playoff loss and Amari Cooper called Dak Prescott the black Kirk Cousins. <laughs> oh that was that was the rumor. Oh, my. That's a biting comment. from the, the issue, Imagine the, if Cooper got traded to Minnesota instead. The, the, issue, <laughs> the issue is. Goddamn white is, Kirk Cousins. The issue is, is how did Kirk Cousins become such a bad thing? Like, he's a good quarterback. He's not bad. It's it's like a running joke. I, I've I, met I, Kirk Cousins, and the guy looks like a substitute teacher, and he dresses like one. I don't know why you can hate on Kirk Cousins. That's, like, uh, he was so nice. Yeah, he, he's Whatever. he's he's definitely weird. A lot of things he does up here in Minnesota are strange, weird, for sure. But yeah, I I don't get why that's such a such a knock because yeah. Kirk Cousins is a good a quarterback. Knock. But uh, Gallup wheels up, and we'll see what happens with that wide receiver three. Fajico, I think his name is Simo is, Foco. Yeah. yeah, he is a sneaky pickup. Stanford, because, right? Yeah. Yep. And he was a Debbie darling. He was a very high recruit. Now I'm only going to give a shout out to Noah Brown because my son. <laughs> he but got paid all. he's a great blocking receiver and great special blocking team, and a, yeah all right 100%. let's move on with the receiver news we have the cooper trade and then we had a uh an extension here before he could hit free agency and before he got franchise could get franchise tag mike williams big mike signs a three-year 60 million dollar deal so he got, he got franchise tag money because it's right about 20 my guy. and he got 40 million guaranteed. Now the chargers also re-signed Jalen Guyton to a one year, $900,000 deal. He's a speed guy. The chargers weren't done. They went and traded for Khalil Mack. So they're obviously in win now mode and they pay the full salary three years, 60 million left on that contract. The key to this is when you look at the big picture, Mike Williams for three years, Khalil Mack for three years. Whose contract is up? Justin in Herbert. Three years. <laughs> Justin Herbert. So they know they're going to have to clear the decks because unless Herbert, for it, maybe unless Herbert got is going to get. Yeah. If Rogers is getting fifty million now, in three years from now, Herbert's going to get that money. The the thing is, the thing is, like a team like Arizona, they can't do this because you want to know why? Their quarterback's going to complain. Herbert doesn't seem like the guy that's going to be like, oh nope, I need to get paid like. I, whenever he's eligible, Herbert's not going to sit there and say, "Hey, give me, give me my money." You know what Herbert's he's also do? in a bigger town market though in that's, LA. That's, I, I think Herbert, but Arizona, he's going to command a bigger deal, uh, and that's that's true. But for he'll me, get paid as a top five quarterback in the league. Yeah, uh, this is insane. Like Mike Williams <laughs> is due twenty eight million this year. Yeah, though, though, when those numbers came in, I was like, oh. I yeah, but up. it's it's like, very oh. front like, loaded. Palmer, it's very front loaded. Palmer, I think, is going to be the three. I think and Palmer will be. I think Keenan. I think Palmer might be the replacement for Keenan. Yes, I agree. I, I think they don't know who's the number three yet. I and that's why I think they kept Guyton around one more year just to see what happens because they production. needed an extra body. I think we're going to see. And this and he's not on this list. Uh, Donald Parham. He's going to step up this year. This is the year of Parham in L.A. I like it. I know he was coming off a concussion. Maybe No, maybe. They got lots of money. And there's uh, some decent They don't have as much as they used to. And there's not as many tight ends as they, there's, there used to be also either. Also true. Yeah, so I Tyler I think, Conklin to Sandy or to uh, Los Well, I mean, why pick up somebody with a, with a maybe when you already have somebody with a maybe? I mean, that's this, like I, – I think these the second and third wide receivers – Guyton and Palmer, uh, or third and fourth, as you could put it, they're fill-ins. They're special teams guys. Uh, Guyton's a little bit older. He's he knows the play. He knows the playbook now. Second year with the the coach. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, like he's a backup. Eight hundred ninety-five thousand dollars. He's a ba- he's a backup wide receiver. By sure. Palmer. I would yeah. I would go out and get Palmer. I don't, I, sure. I don't disagree. I don't disagree with that. Because the All news right. on Guyton makes everybody up a, move up a little bit value wise. Yeah. 
So we do have one more wide receiver note on my lovely sheet that James put together. Shout out to James for that. Uh, Jacoby Myers was tendered by the Patriots with a second round tender. So I believe that's a $2.45 million salary for Jacoby, who is a PPR machine in that Patriots offense. I think he is Mac Jones' best friend. Um, now there's rumors that the Patriots are looking at every conceivable wide receiver, wide receiver option. That's the chatter here in new England is that they're looking at free agents. They're looking at everyone available through the draft. Um, they've been linked to Allen Robinson. Uh, I've heard today, DJ Chark, uh, might be in the running to be a new England Patriot He's too as well. fast for Mac. <laughs> Probably. So, uh, so Jacoby Myers, I think, you know, if you're looking to have a great wide receiver four on your team or a bi-week fill in, I think he's perfect for that. I think he's super productive. And if you have him in dynasty, you got him for free. The reason I was on Jacoby Myers, shout out to Robbie Jeffries, my guy. I saw Myers and then we were chatting. He's like, I really like this. Check out more of Myers. And I'm like, oh yeah. So I picked him up in some leagues and it's paid off. So cool. I love freebies like that. Um, so that's pretty much the wide receivers. We do have a little bit of tight end news. We talked about Dalton Schultz, Mike Gesicki and David Njoku all getting the franchise tag and making $10 million a year. Uh, Zach Ertz gets a three-year deal from Arizona, James. I think they really like Ertz. I think he was really great for that offense. Now, I know that kills your guy. Wasn't your guy like Max Williams? Max Williams was going to nah. be my sleeper guy. But hey, nah, you know what? At least dead. we know what's going on. And I and I don't I don't mind it. I mean, I think it's uh, Ertz was a great fit in the offense. And it, he continued down the stretch. Like, we, we saw him actually probably get better mm -hmm. than more than a decline. And if they have a full year again with De, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, I, I can see Ertz as that safety blanket for you know the the Ertz crying would be a sneaky tight end one the crying at Kyler a cheap, cheap price. Yeah, I, I think they need to keep as many weapons around Kyler Murray as possible because obviously he can't do it when some of his <laughs> top players go down. Ain't that the truth? All right, let's get into some running back news. Uh, we said earlier Alvin Kamara restructured, uh, ten point four million dollars signing bonus. The Saints needed to do a lot of this to get even close to the cap. Um, still trying. <laughs> yeah. So, so James, you got him as a sell now. Now over the pro bowl, there was some legal issues. He got into a fight, supposedly messed someone up pretty bad. He was arrested after the pro bowl game. He played the pro bowl game. They let and him, then, they pretty much let him arrested. play and they were like, yo, come they were waiting us. for him outside the tunnel. Uh, yeah. and it, it was a bad situation apparently, and it'll go through the system and I'm sure the league will handle it. However, they're going to handle it. And then we, we see the effects, but the effects are already on the wall. I, I think they, they carve out a little bit of money from Camara restructure his deal. They're like, well, there may be problems anyway. We might as well not pay him as much or longer. I, I think we see the saints trying to start a rebuild situation. And if they do not get Watson, it's it's hit the reset button. Cool. Jameis comes, Jameis comes back. Yeah, gee, we'll see a bridge quarterback come in once again. We we see Michael Thomas come back after not playing for uh what almost two years, eighteen years, I believe. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that makes him gotta be like eight. Yeah, he's like <laughs> as old as Shaq right now. So I, I, I think, <laughs> uh, you know, the general insurance or whatever, uh, whatever. Anyway. I, I believe he is a sell now. I, I want to get rid of Kamara. I don't want to hold on to him with those ifs. If you have running backs, especially gunning up there in age, what is he over 26 now? He'll be 27. 27. Yeah. So there you go. Ed, he's going to probably get some kind of a, a slap on the wrist for what happened during the Pro Bowl. Quite possibly. Yeah. 100%, especially if there's video. So yeah, I'm not looking forward to holding on to some of these older running backs when there's. Uh, variables involved. You know, we still have Dalvin Cook's variable with all the crap that went down this season. We don't know. That hasn't come to head. So those those kind of running backs that I'm like, oh, well, they're great. They're going to do great if they play. But if I can get them at value now and, and get rid of them, if I'm getting a, a, a first now and a first next year, I'm moving them. I'm building yeah. for the future. And I'm, I'm taking what they gave me, and I'm happy. I'm not with getting that. I will tell you that you'll get a first. No, you'll you get, get a, a first for Camara. Sure, and I'm you okay with that. Too, you sold if too it's an late. early first. You it's, sold too I'm, late. Yeah, and should have sold after the the five or six touchdown game or whatever it was. Right? Yep. That, but are, are you say. willing to hold on to him? Yeah, at that yeah. price. Yeah, I'm going to take the yeah. production over the price. I He's guess a stud. The, the maybe the I, I think all you can get is a first and a second at best. And if that's what I'm getting, in my opinion. I'm holding unless I can get a Kenneth Walker or a, a Brees Hall, which is yeah, doubtful. You're not yeah, going to get, get a first. That. Yeah. I, I Kamara's easily hold. You're riding him into the sunset. And, and that's like a pony. That's something I've learned throughout the years in dynasty where I would always be like, ah, oh, he's going to be, 
He's going to be done in like two years. I'll just sell him for a first and hit refresh. And you know what? Sometimes that first doesn't pan out. And then you're stuck holding your own. And then, <laughs> and then, and then you're screwed because yeah. you gave up all that production the following years just for a shot. So for me, give me Camara at just price. for Royce Freeman. Like, and you're like, like God that. dang it. I like, I like what you're saying, Tyler. It's like, you know, a bird in a hand is worth two in the bush kind of thing. Like, yeah, you already have your guy. He's going to give bring you into a championship scenario or a, a playoff scenario, at least. So, yeah, I can appreciate that. Yep. Uh, other running back news, former loves of many with Darrington Evans was released by the Tennessee Titans and he was claimed <laughs> off the waivers by the Chicago bears who released Tariq Cohen with a, a he couldn't pass his physical injury designation by Felicia. Bye. He's done. Bye Felicia. This, this doesn't really affect David Montgomery or Khalil Herbert. I will tell you though, that the move here is to go get Khalil Herbert while he's still inexpensive because Montgomery is going to be a free agent after this year. And it looks like Chicago with the Khalil Mack trade, some of the other things they're doing is they're starting to, reset it a little bit they realize that they have a window that they have justin fields on a rookie contract for another four years potentially so they're starting you know the the gm's gone the head coach is gone i don't know that monty signs a deal as a free agent at the end of the year so it could be khalil herbert's team who played awesome when david montgomery was out and herbert was a late round pick he's dirt cheap like run him into the ground so go get khalil herbert if you can um but darrington evans i know a lot of people really liked him you know, the, the, the lightning to Derrick Henry's thunder that never, never panned, panned out. out. No, he was, fast. Out. he was fast. Ran a four, three, nine. Yeah, he's fast, but uh, that's about it. So not too Speed much commentary for that one. I think that's a pretty cut and dry one. And then the yeah. last one, this is a really interesting one is that Dearness Johnson, who had an, you know, when he was a starter for Cleveland this year, when Chubb and Hunt were out, had one of the best running back performances, in my opinion, of the year. Um, he was a restricted free agent. They they signed him. They tendered him. I think a second round tender, right? So yep, he gets yep. two. He gets two point four million dollars, which is more money than James Conner got last year from the Arizona Cardinals. By the way, uh, this might be a move where the Browns. There's been a lot of kind of chatter that maybe they move on from Kareem Hunt or they trade him. Um, that would be super interesting. I mean, a team like Atlanta, Miami, Houston, Seattle could all use a Kareem Hunt or even a Ernest Johnson for that matter. Um, I love this move Can- for Cleveland. Kansas City reunion. Yeah, because Deer- Dearness Johnson is a guy that played in what the AFL was really good there, has made the most of his opportunities in the NFL. Now he gets paid two point four million is nothing to sneeze at at the running back position, like we said. I have him. I had to cut down rosters in the bar tab league that Tyler used to be in to twenty eight, and Dearness Johnson was a bubble guy, and I kept him because I was like, you know what, I like this kid. Things could change in Cleveland, and. Even if he goes somewhere else, he, he's got starter talent. So to me, Dearness Johnson is a sneaky guy in Dynasty that you could buy low, get thrown into a trade, um, and could you know turn some value pretty quickly here, especially if Kareem Hunt gets let go. They would be pretty much Chubb, Johnson, and Felton, who I who I think is a cool like pass-catching back. But Tyler, yeah. any thoughts on Dearness Johnson here? Yeah, honestly, I think with the Cooper deal, they, in my opinion, the writing's on the wall that Hunt is either cut or traded. And with the Cooper deal uh, that I mean, $20 million on to your cap is a lot of money and big money. they, they wouldn't owe hunt much if they were to cut him. Now I, I think he's like 6 million, but it's not a huge hit if they yeah. cut him. No. Yep. And, and honestly that would open the door for Nick Chubb to get a little more touches. I don't think it says, Hey, we're going to give him everything. No, I mean, that, they, he got it. the bag. So, but in my opinion, it, it it's uh, maybe they're listening to all the analysts when we were talking about why do you not have Nick Chubb in when you need to score? Like they're not giving Nick Chubb the ball when he's ripping 10 yards per carry. And I mean, it's just common sense to give the, your best player the ball and, and Dearness Johnson can catch the ball just fine too. So if, if say hunt were to leave, Dearness Johnson could be the the Kareem Hunt role at say seventy percent of what Kareem Hunt was doing. And then if Nick Chubb goes down with an injury again, Dearness Johnson's an RB great offensive RB one. Oh, yep. yeah, for sure, absolutely. Um, just to vet that they they're gonna owe Kareem Hunt six point two million in twenty twenty two. Is that okay. if they cut or that's just his salary? I think that's uh, his salary. Yes, it's yeah. just, he's definitely if, tradable at six million bucks. Yeah, that's that's. I mean. The, a lot of running backs usually get back in the day, like Lamar Miller. Remember when he got like seven? <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. I, I, I think he that. could be a real good, a real big candidate. If they do try to go out and get Watson, 
like he would be that Lamar Miller in in Houston. So that makes a lot of sense. Like he could be wrapped up in a, in say they send Baker a first round pick and Kareem Hunt to Houston and some for something you know and what for Watson. And now we're looking at a totally different clue. I mean, like you there, could, you there's could, speculation there that you could draw up. You can give Atlanta Kareem Hunt for for that for like a fourth, and I'd be very happy. <laughs> yeah, Kareem Hunt, uh, you know, has we've seen him as a three down back. He led the NFL in rushing for crying out loud. Like, yeah, yeah, he's talented. Faux show. Anything else? Uh, we're just under an hour mark, and we jammed it all in in an hour. I am super impressed. So thank you guys for that. Is there anything else that uh, you guys wanted to maybe we forgot little things or anything to wrap us up before we get out of here? Um, a, a couple things. First thing, uh, Doug James and a couple of friends of ours that that play Fortnite. We started a six team league and I was very curious on how this was going to be. But you know what? Super fun. Even if yeah. you guys don't have enough people and you guys just want to like trash talk and and do it for bragging rights. I suggest doing that because this is my first league that's this small and it's just with people that I talk to every day and it's awesome. Like I can't wait for this. There's no money involved. It's just going to be best fall league. great. All of our teams look great. All of our teams are great. Stack. It's going to be fun and, and that's exciting. So that that's one thing. If you, if you ever are in a league and you're like, God, I just want to join a league, but I've only got like six people. You know what? Go for it. Do a six team league and, and just enjoy it. And another thing is this week is going to be crazy. Like, mm-hmm. and don't make and any moves this week. Ma- you can <laughs> react, but sometimes do the opposite. You know, like with the whole DK Metcalf thing, people are like, oh God, DK's done. Be we don't know if Watson could go there. Do the yeah. opposite. Go buy DK. I was go kicking buy- myself for giving people the advice to go get Tom Brady and then not throwing out any offers myself. I thought the same thing. I was who's <laughs> I'm an idiot. I was talking to uh, a friend that's actually in that six-person league, Al. I was talking to him at work, and I said Doug was talking about giving up a fourth for Tom Brady, and I'm like, I should really go do that. And I said that to him, like I should, try, I should try to do that. And yep. then I had to go do some at work, and it just, I forgot. I was just about to send stuff. I, I just didn't put something. the time in and got lazy and totally. I have forgot. him in our uh, sleeper listener league, the DHH sleeper listener league, and I was like. What am I gonna do? I don't not have a quarterback. I have a enjoy high thirty five passing pick. touchdowns and five thousand. And then I'm year. like, <laughs> oh, I was. But if I would have gotten an offer before the news broke, I'd have been like, yeah, sure, I don't care. And give me, give me a third, give me a fourth. Yeah, I don't yeah. care. That's like, what I, I was saying. Like, like hey, I was like, I'll take a dart throw on something. But hey, guess what? I held. I didn't. You, know, make you don't listen moves. to your own advice. It's so wave. The waiver I'm, I'm happy money. about it, and I, now but, I can actually flip him for something because I don't think I'm win now. So anybody in the listener league, the, you get Tom Brady, come see me. Let's the go. waiver money that's going to be spent Dumb. right off the bat this year is going to be nuts. Hundred <laughs> percent doesn't matter. Tom Brady, if he's on your waiver, he's going for a hundred percent, especially in Superflex. So if you were the one that cut him, I'm sorry. If you were the one that didn't go and trade him like us three or trade for him like us three uh you're sorry feel, feel sorry for us <laughs> <laughs> and nice. yeah maybe we need to take our own advice sometimes absolutely james any final words before we get out of here no i think that uh we covered most of it and you know the one piece of the league that we talked about that tyler talked about it's best ball yep like 100 percent. go out and play best ball we're partnered up with underdog use code dhh they match your money up to a hundred dollars and you don't have to worry about it. It's a great draft. Set it and forget practice. it. Draft it and forget it. Like you want to see where where your players are for ADP right now? Go play a three dollar best ball, or or a ten dollar best ball, and get some real return on it. Rookies and sophomores, which is Dude, super rookies addicting. And sophomores is awesome. And there's fast drafts that that you know you have thirty seconds on the clock, and then there's slow drafts for the people that don't have the time to sit there. But I literally got a draft done in like ten minutes the other day. So. I want to I want to piggyback on that rookies and sophomores, and it's a nice tool to realize how much you're in and out of this class compared to last year. And I did my first one, and I'm like, I think I like last year's a lot more because I was pushing players down a lot. I know you kind of know the production, but it just shows like, hey, don't overvalue rookies compared to what you could get from last year's players. Yeah, there's definitely an earlier dead zone this year than there was last year, I think. Yeah. <laughs> As I look at some of these mock drafts and I'm like, oh, what's kind of a dead zone? If I have picks in that, I'm like looking to move up or I'm looking to move out. If I don't have anything in the 
early third or I don't, if I have anything after the early third, they're all just pretty much a waste of picks. Yeah. I'm not, I, I'm happy not having a third round, a third or fourth round this year. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So James, excellent segue for underdog. So make sure you check that out. And also our longtime sponsor, great guys are actually hiring right now. So if you're looking for a full-time job, I think it's in uh, looking for content creation and things like that. Check out trophysmack.com. Use code DHH ring. When you get a trophy or a belt, speaking of belts, I have the box, Tyler, I swear to God, I'll mail it soon. Um, so use code DHH ring to get a free $60 championship ring. It's not a little ring. It's not like a wedding ring size. It's, it's a, a big, big boy. It's a honking ring. It's a ring. big boy. It is a, yeah, it is a statement piece, um, for your fan championship. So make sure you use that code. Once again, it's DHH ring. That's going to wrap it up for dynasty happy hour. What a crazy fun episode. And you know what? Next week will also yeah. be crazy fun. There's going to be more <laughs> trades. There's going to be continues. free. There's going to be free agency. There's going to be new landing spots. All sorts of new things. The ripples throughout the fantasy landscape are just going to keep happening. Um, it splashes it's be, this week. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be awesome. So make sure you tune in next week to the Dynasty Happy Hour. We'll see you then.